Oh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to American Huddle. I'm your host, Jason Varner, and tonight, there is something going down in Georgia. That's right, Warnock versus Leffler, Purdue versus Ossoff. Somebody ring that bell! Because after tonight, all hell is going to break loose in Washington. And I'm not talking about tomorrow's march. I'm not talking about those supporters of Trump going up to raise immortal hell come tomorrow on the allegations of voter fraud and, you know, a ballot manipulation. I'm talking about the fact that if the Republicans can find a way to secure these two seats and to keep them, then Joe Biden can kiss any hope of pushing his progressive agenda Oh, goodbye. Done. Over with. All those cabinet picks. Can somebody say obstruction? And you know what? I would normally be upset by the by the, the thought of, of a political party obstructing another that was selected by the American people. But considering what happened for the past four years, as the Democrats has obstructed every single measure that Donald Trump and his administration tried to pass, I would say it's poetic justice. But you know what? It's not all about me on this show. I'm just trying to be your voice. And there's no better way for me to be it than for you to share with me your thoughts. Visit our Facebook page at American Huddle or visit our website at AmericanHuddle.com or our parlor at American Huddle or our Twitter at American Huddle or our MeWe at American Huddle. Hell, we even do Tumblr at American Huddle. We're trying to reach you wherever you are because your voice matters on this show. And... I'm telling you, folks, this election tonight is just as exciting for me as the presidential election was uh, just a few months ago. What's going to happen? I mean, if Warnock and Ossoff can find a way to win, well, then suddenly America becomes a lot more progressive overnight. Suddenly, America becomes a lot more socialist. But if the Republicans can manufacture a victory, well, then maybe there's hope. Maybe there's hope for our country remaining with some semblance of balance between the left and the right. And I'm not sure what political spectrum you fall under, but I'm that guy that's in the middle that doesn't want to see us lean too far one way or the other because I understand that there's many paths to the right answer. There's many paths to the same goal. It's just finding the best one that fits most of us the easiest, right? Because we have, what, eight, I don't know, 330 million people in our country now, give or take a million. And we all have slightly varying difference of opinions, you know, varying degrees of um, conservatism or liberalism. Not one of us, I think, is entirely the same or identical to another person. So I don't want someone trying to make all of us fit into one of those two boxes. But man, I tell you, there's no better illustration of what I just said than tonight in the election that is going down in Georgia. Because look, we are very different. (laughs) If you don't believe it, just look at the possible outcomes. If Warnock and Ossoff wins, well, you're going to be expanding Obamacare. You're probably not going to have your Second Amendment rights. And that's just the beginning. I mean, we're going to get friendly with China again, who's been robbing from our country for decades, who is a national threat. 
to every one of America's interests around the world. Amnesty for whoever wishes, whoever's already here. And again, open borders for whoever wants to come. One point, what, five, seven percent GDP growth that we experienced the last time this man was in office. I suspect, too, that they'll be pushing other socialist programs. You know, maybe universal income that somebody, I guess us working people, is going to have to pay for. Or, well, there's always this, too. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths. A man and a woman. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so I'm assuming with Biden at the helm, uh, there will be more Emmanuel Cleavers, you know, the Democrat from Missouri who was issuing that, um, I guess you would call it a prayer, to open Congress. Uh, <laughs> mistaking a term in a man that basically means and let it be or so it be or somewhere along those lines and turning into an argument on gender because the damn Bible and its amens were sick of it. As Democrats, we're going to make sure that those Bibles are rewritten and for everywhere there's an amen, there's going to be a damn a woman too because that's the way the monotheistic God Brahma would want it. Which brings me to a... In the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma. (laughs) This brings, brings me to my next point. The monotheistic God, Brahma, and God, who has many names. So... There's two monotheistic gods. There's Brahma and then the other god who has all these different names. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic god, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths. By many names, many different... I I will give you this. I have endeavored to study many religions in my time abroad. I would agree with Minister Cleaver that God and Allah are probably one and the same. They're all Abrahamic religions, and it's just, you know, call it translation. But to assert that Brahma is now, the God of Hinduism, mind you, is now the God of Christianity, I mean, look, I was just at a United Methodist convention not so long ago. I mean, I was there for another reason, but they, they had their this convention going on at the same place. I would imagine that if the next one of those that they put on, Mr. Cleaver, Minister Cleaver, should probably be given the time and position to elaborate on this new canonization because I don't know that most Methodists know that Brahma is their new monotheistic God. I, 
This is what you're going to get, folks. A man and a woman. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, bro. Oh, my God. Damn amens in the Bible, the sexist bastards, you know? I can, I bet you, I look, I don't want to put words in Mr. Cleaver's mouth, but just by that statement, I wonder if in his private time, he's not like, them Jews and their amens, they're all, they're all, they're all sexist and misogynist, them Jews are. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like, really, dude, a man and a woman. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Can't make it up, man. Who are we praying to again? In the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names by many different faiths. Amen. And a woman. <laughs> I almost thought he was getting ready to quote Genesis to us or something. You can't make it up, but this is what I'm I'm so glad you could hear that because it goes back to another point. The Democrats will circle the wagon around this guy. He's already come out with a statement saying how he's ashamed at all of us for getting a good laugh off of this nonsensical, I don't even know what you would call it, that he offered. And that we missed his message. No, sir, we didn't miss the message. I will agree, we are prejudiced. He called us all prejudiced who laugh. I'm prejudiced against stupid people. That's stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not. That's stupid. There's no other word for it. There's no reason to cheapen the insult. It is accurate and of the it is very definitive. That man's comments is ignorant. I let guys, a man and a woman. And I'm gonna leave it at that. But that's your choice. These guys who are now saying that that prayer, a man and a woman to a God called Brahma and this other God who has many, many names, they're all monotheistic. I mean, did he forget about Shiva, Vishnu, Krishna? I mean, that's the only ones I know because then the list gets like 50 million. I mean, there's like a ton of them, you know. I'm not hating on Hinduism. I like my Hindu brothers and sisters. I admire your religion. All I'm saying is Brahma and the Christian God aren't the same one. And then he's going to be like, prayers are meant to be private. Well, then why are you saying it in public? You're the one that brought it to the public. We didn't. At any rate, I digress. So, again, if the Democrats win, you get all that. Or, if the Republicans win, well, it'll probably be more the same. And I'm not saying that that's a good thing, because I'm not necessarily proud of anything that the Republicans have done up until this point. In fact, I'm not. I've come to believe that they're a spineless party, led by spineless people, such as, and you can all get mad at me for saying this, but people like Mitt Romney who just want to be liked, who just want you to admire them, 
who just wants you to view them as the reasonable person in the room, the statesman, the best representative for American, America, and will do anything and say anything and flip-flop on everything in order to maintain that, in order to garner your love and attention for just one more day. The Republican Party, sadly, is Mitt Romney's party. We think it's Trump. It's not. You look at the majority of Republicans and how they act. They do not act like Trump. And I'm not saying Trump is the best role model. He's not. I mean, everybody can't do things the way he does because everybody's not a millionaire and they still have to work the next day. He He has the luxury not to have to worry about it. So he can say and think and feel and express whatever in the hell he wants to and nobody can do anything about it. And that's kind of cool. I wish I had that same power. It's almost like a superpower. But no, unfortunately, the Republican Party is full of Mitt Romney Jr.'s. Or worse, John McCain's. I said it. I'm not here to disparage a deceased person, but I will never forgive him for the thumbs-down vote to eliminate Obamacare. Because this guy campaigned on it. Not that I agreed or disagree with Obamacare, because that part doesn't matter. What matters is he spent years campaigning to do away with Obamacare, to eliminate the provisions of Obamacare. He rallied against Obamacare. He told America how bad Obamacare was. And then the moment that Trump delivers the vote for him, he stands up and he gives it a thumbs down. That's the Republican Party, folks. They talk a big game. But how many of them do you really see rallying to the president's side right now? I can tell you this. If this were a Democrat, if this were, let's say, Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden or... No, you don't even have, we don't even have to play hypotheticals. Just go back four years and watch what they did when their power to be, their chosen one, Hillary Clinton, lost... To President Donald Trump, they spent the next three and a half years demonizing, committing libel and slander, making up stories about the president, his family, his cabinet, his administration, anybody that was close to the president got hammered, sliced, diced, set on fire, and laughed at while they burned. Because that's what the Democrats do. Now, you might think I'm hating on the Democrats for being that way. I'm not. As a person in the middle, I admire how they rallied around people in their party. Because when I look at the Republican Party, who runs for the freaking hills at the first sight of resistance, I'm disgusted. As an American veteran, someone who fought for this country, I look at the Republican Party And all I see is cowardice, utter and complete cowardice, whether it's in defense of the president or whether it's in defense of the American people. I mean, let's be honest. Say what you want to about the Democrats, but at least they were smart enough when the president asked them to increase direct payments to the American people, to raise the level of funding to the American people, to not even the mark that they gave to foreign countries, but just just a little closer. He asked for an additional $400 billion for direct payments to Americans. 
And the Democrats said, okay. But what did the Republicans do? And I hate to paint with a broad brush. There's some good ones out there that realize the folly of the Republican Party's ways, Holly, but and some other ones. But look, you, you, <laughs> you, talking ain't enough. Show your ass if you have to. Walk up into the Congress, to the chambers of Congress, stomp your feet on national television, and and act a fool if you have to. Because the Democrats do. They'll sit down and put pacifiers in their mouth. They'll sit down with African knits, uh, woven knits around their neck, completely appropriating someone else's culture because they understand what it looks like to certain people in the country. They will do whatever it takes to get attention to the cause that they're fighting for. Meanwhile, we Republicans, <laughs> now so we smoke our cigars and drink our whiskey because that's what statesmen do. We accept our ass kickings like grown men and we don't complain about anything. Because our image is more important than our philosophy. Our image is more important than our beliefs. Our image is more important than the people we pretend to give two cents about so no, I'm not mad at Democrats. I'm not ashamed of Democrats. I'm not picking on Democrats. Shit, I'm proud of you. As an American soldier, I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm proud of you rallying around your party the way you do. Do I think you're rallying for the right reasons? No. Do I think you're wrong most of the time? Yes. Do I agree with your policies? No. But do I admire the way you back one another up? You fight for one another tooth and nail and you will refuse to throw one of the, the other one out the car, the proverbial vehicle? You refuse to allow anyone to trample on your comrades, on your compadres? Yeah, I admire the hell out of that. If I got to pick someone to be in a foxhole with, a Democrat or a Republican, and I'm talking about our elected officials here, I'm going to pick the Democrat. Because at least I know that they realize that there is strength in numbers and that if you don't defend your own, then you're eventually going to get eat up too. Where the hell are you, Republicans? Where are you? I'm sick and tired of the fake statesmanship bullshit. Own it. You're sent there to do a job. Take a, take a play out of the book of the man who America voted for overwhelmingly. Got more votes than any Republican has ever received, period, of all, in, any, in any period of time. Blew the next Republican vote earner out of the water. Take something from that man's playbook. Don't never punch first, but always punch back. Never start a fight, but always finish it. Don't go looking for trouble, but if it comes looking for you, give it a taste of something it'll never want to taste of again. And when people pick on your friends, be loyal and defend them. Fight for them. If you got to play nasty, play nasty. If you can play nice, Play nice. That's the Donald Trump platform, and that's why I voted for him twice. And if I get the chance to do it again, I'll vote for him again. Because he said and he led with his heart. Smart man. Very intelligent. Bigly intelligent, as he would say. Unlike anything we've ever seen, he would say. But that's not why I voted for him. 
There's a lot of intelligent people. He just had the courage to carry out what he knew and believed to be right. He was the first Republican ever, I repeat, ever in my lifetime to have a set of balls and to not be afraid to use them. I want to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. But when I get back, I'm going to dedicate an entire segment of this show to the call between our president and some officials in Georgia. The one you've been hearing about all over the news, about how he threatened and should be impeached. See, they're still at it. Democrats are good. But instead of listening to them or listening to me and my opinions, because I'm not going to offer one on this subject, I want you to take the time to listen. Listen to every word and decide for yourself if what the president said was wrong or right. When we get back to American Huddle. interested in advertising on an American Pod Talk production? If so, send us an email to advertising at AmericanPodTalk.com and this ad slot could be yours. Oh, welcome back to American Huddle, folks. Listen, now, for full disclosure, we're not a news organization. We don't pretend to be. We're just a podcast with a couple of guys who, well, just everyday Joes, run-of-the-mill fellas, offering their opinions on current events and politics and all those other things that are facing our country. That's not a knock on us. We're just like everybody else, trying to give America a taste of what some of us folks are thinking and feeling. Instead of all these pernicious politician types, these bureaucrat types, these, you know, self-proclaimed important types that you see on TV and hear on the radio that think their opinions are more valuable than yours. Well, they're not. So if you listen to this, I hope you're encouraged to start your own. I'd love to listen. And if you're not inclined to do that thing, well, then join with me at American Huddle on Facebook, at our website, AmericanHuddle.com. Find us on Parler, Twitter, MeWe, Tumblr. We're basically everywhere. And share with us your thoughts. I don't mind voicing them for you if you don't want to voice them for yourself. Because I think the average person is just as important as those elite, right? With that said, again, we're not a news organization, but what we do value here is truth over speculation, right? And for that reason... I want to play for you during this segment the entire phone call between the president and the officials in Georgia as it relates to the election results. Because if you haven't been living under a rock, that's all that's been on the news between that and the election this past couple days. And you've heard all the experts and pundits ramble on about how they're going to go after the president, how he should be impeached and removed because what he said was horrible and, and illegal. Yeah, well... I'll leave that up for you to decide. Now, look, this phone call is an hour and two minutes. It's a little long. 
So if you need to fast forward through a couple uh, of Trump's long-winded exchanges, I get it, because he can ramble. It's all right, Mr. President, I can too. Feel free to do so. But if you have patience, I would encourage you to listen to every single word so that you know fully what was said and understand the context in which it was said so that you cannot be manipulated by the media or any of the pundits or politicians or bureaucrats or, hell, even your family members that wish to persuade you one way or the other. You have access to the information Brought to you by American Huddle, right here, unadulterated, unmanipulated. And I'm not going to offer my opinion on it because I don't want to persuade you in any way. In fact, if you listen to it, please share with me on one of our many resources your thoughts on this phone call. Okay. All right. So, Mr. President, everybody is on the line. And just so this is Mark Meadows, the chief of staff, just so we all are aware, um, uh, on the line is Secretary of State uh, and uh, two other individuals, uh, Jordan and Mr. Germany. uh, With him, you also have uh, the attorneys that represent uh, the president, uh, Kurt and Alex and Cleta Mitchell, uh, who is not the attorney of record, but, uh, has been involved myself and then, uh, the president. So Mr. President, I'll, I'll turn it over to you. Okay. Thank you very much. Hello, Brad and Ryan and everybody. We appreciate the time and the call. Um, so we've spent a lot of time on this and, uh, if we could just go over some of the numbers, I think it's pretty clear that we won. We won very substantially, uh, Georgia. Uh, you even see it by rally size, frankly. We'd be getting 25,000, 30,000 people a rally, and uh, the competition would get less than 100 people, and it never made sense. But we have a, a number of things. We have at least two or three, anywhere from 250 to 300,000 ballots were dropped mysteriously into the rolls. Much of that had to do with uh, Fulton County. Uh, which hasn't been checked. We think that if you check the signatures, a real check of the signatures going back in Fulton County, you'll find at least a couple of hundred thousand of uh, forged signatures of uh, people with uh, that who's, who have been forged. Uh, and uh, we are quite sure that's going to happen. Another, uh, another tremendous number, we're going to have an ac- accurate number over the next two days with certified accountants, uh, but an accurate number... Uh, will be given, but it's it's uh, in the 50s of thousands. Uh, and that's people that went to vote and they were told they can't vote because they've already been voted for. Uh, and uh, it's a very sad thing. They walked out uh, complaining, but they, the, the number is large. We'll have it for you, but it's, very, it's much more than the uh, number of 11,779. That's the, the current margin is only... Eleven thousand seven seventy nine. Uh, Brad, I think I think you agree with that, right? That's that's something I think everyone, at least that's a number that everyone agrees on. But uh, that's the difference uh, in the votes. Uh, but we've had uh, uh, hundreds of thousands of ballots that we're uh, we're be, we're able to actually will get you a pretty accurate number. You don't need much of a number because the number that in theory, I lost by the margin would be 11,779. Uh, but you also have uh, substantial uh, numbers of people, thousands and thousands, uh, who 
went to the voting place on November 3rd, were told they couldn't vote, were told they couldn't vote because a ballot had been put in on their name. And, uh, you know, that's uh, very, 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 very sad. We had, um, I believe it's about uh, 4,502 voters who voted, uh, but who weren't on the voter registration list. So it's 4,502 who voted, but they were not on the voter registration roll, which they had to be. Uh, you had 18,325 vacant address voters. They had no, the address was vacant, uh, and they're not allowed to be counted. That's 18,325. Uh, smaller number, you had 904 who uh, only voted uh, where they had just a PO, a post office box number. And uh, they had a post office box number, and that's not allowed. We had uh, at least 18,000 that's on tape. We had them counted very painstakingly. 18,000 voters uh, having to do with that's uh, she's a vote scammer, a professional vote scammer and hustler. Uh, that is. Uh, that was the tape that's been shown all over the world that makes everybody look bad, uh, you, me, and everybody else, where they got, uh, number one, they, they said they said very clearly, and, and uh, it's re been reported that they said there was a major water main break. Everybody fled the area, and then they came back, their daughter and a few people. Uh, there were no Republican poll watchers. Actually, there were no Democrat poll watchers. I guess they were them. But there were no Democrats either, and there was no law enforcement. Uh, late in the morning, they went, early in the morning, they went to uh, the table with the black robe, the black uh, shield, and they pulled out the votes. Those votes were put there a number of hours before the table was put there. I think it was, Brad, you would know, it was probably uh, eight hours or seven hours before, and then it was stuffed with uh, votes. They weren't in an official uh, voter box. They were in what looked to be... Uh, uh, suitcases or trunks, uh, suitcases, but they weren't in uh, in voter boxes. Uh, the minimum number it could be, because we watched it and they they watched it certified uh, in slow motion, instant replay, if you can believe it. But it had slow motion and it was magnified many times over. And the minimum it was was eighteen thousand ballots, all for Biden. Um, you had out of state voters. Uh, they voted in uh, Georgia, but they were from out of state of 4,925. Uh, you had absentee ballot sent to uh, yeah, vacant. They were absentee ballots sent to vacant addresses. Uh, they had nothing on them about addresses. That's 2,326. Um, and you had drop boxes, uh, which was very bad. You had drop box boxes that were picked up. We have uh, uh, photographs and we have uh, affidavits from many people. I, I don't know if you saw the hearings, but but you have drop boxes where the box was picked up and not delivered for three days. So all sorts of things could have happened to that box, including you know putting in the votes that you wanted. So there are many infractions, and the bottom line is many many times the eleven thousand seven hundred and seventy nine margin that they said we lost by, uh, we had vast, I mean, you have, the state is in turmoil. 
uh, over this. And I know you would like to get to the bottom of it, although I saw you on television today and you said uh, that you found nothing wrong. I mean, you know, I, and I didn't lose the state bread. Uh, people have, have been saying that it was the highest vote ever. There was no way. A, a lot of the the political people said that there's no way they beat me, and they beat me. They they uh, beat me in the poll. As you know, every single state, we won every state. We won every state house in the country. We held the Senate, which is shocking to people, although we'll see what happens tomorrow or in a few days. Uh, and we uh, we won the House, but we won every single state house, and we won Congress, which was supposed to lose 15 seats, and they gained I think 16 or 17 or something. I think there's now a difference of five. There was supposed to be a difference substantially more. But politicians in every state, but politicians in Georgia have given affidavits and are going to that uh, that there was no way they beat me in the, in the election, uh, that the people came out. In fact, they were expecting to lose, and then they ended up winning by a lot because of the coattails, and they said there's no way that they've done many polls prior to the election. There was no way that they won. Uh, ballots were dropped at, in massive numbers, and we're trying to get to those numbers, and we will have them. They'll take a period of time certified, uh, but but uh, but they're massive numbers, and far greater than the 11,779. Uh, the other thing, uh, dead people, so dead people voted, and I think uh, the the number is in the pro uh, close to 5,000 people, and they went to uh, obituaries. They went to uh, all sorts of methods to come up with an accurate number, and a minimum is close to about 5,000 voters. The bottom line is when you add it all up, and then you start adding, you know, 300,000 uh, uh, fake ballots. Then the other thing they said is in Fulton County and other areas. And this may or may not be true. This just came up this morning that they are uh, burning their ballots, that they are shredding, shredding ballots and removing equipment. They're uh, changing the equipment on the uh, on the Dominion machines. And, you know, then that's not legal. And they supposedly shredded, I think they said, 300 pounds of 3000 pounds of ballots. And that just came to us as a report today. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a very sad situation. But, uh, but Brad, uh, if you took the minimum numbers were, were many, many times above the 11,779. And many of those numbers are certified, or they will be certified, but they are certified. Those are numbers that are there that exist and that, uh, that beat the margin, uh, the margin of loss. It beat, they beat it, I mean, by a lot. And people should be happy to have an accurate count instead of an election where there's turmoil. I mean, there's turmoil in Georgia and other places. You're not the only one. I mean, we have uh, other states that I believe will be flipping to us very shortly. And uh, But this is, this is something that's, uh, you know, as an example, I think in, in Detroit, and I think there's a section, a good section of your state, actually, which we're not sure, so we're not going to report it yet. But uh, in Detroit, we had a hundred. I think it was 139 uh, percent of the people voted. Uh, that's not too good. In Pennsylvania, they had uh, well over 200,000 more votes than they had people voting. Uh, 
and uh, that was, that doesn't play too well. And and the uh, legislature there is, which is Republican, is extremely activist and angry. But I mean, there were other things also that were almost as bad as that. But but uh, they had, as an example, in Michigan, a tre- tremendous number of dead people that voted. I think it was. I think Mark, it was eighteen thousand, some some unbelievably high number, much higher than yours. You were you were in the four to five thousand category, and that was checked out uh, laboriously by going through uh, uh, versus, by going through the obituary columns in the newspapers. So, I guess with all of it being said, Brad, it's the bottom line and provisional ballots uh, again. You know. You'll have to tell me about the provisional ballots, but we have uh, a lot of people that were complaining that they weren't able to vote because they were already voted for. And these are great people. And, uh, you know, they were shell-shocked. I don't know if you call that provisional ballots. In some states, we had a lot of provisional ballot uh, situations where people were given a provisional ballot because when they walked in on November 3rd, they were already voting for, voted for. So that's it. I mean, we have... Uh, Many, many times the number of, uh, of votes necessary to win the state, and we won the state, and we won it very substantially and easily, and we're, we're getting, we have, much of this is a very, you know, they're certified, uh, far more certified than we need, but we're getting additional numbers certified too, and we're getting uh, pictures of drop boxes being delivered and delivered late. And delivered three days later in some cases. Plus, we have many affidavits to that effect. So, Mr. President, if I if I might be able to jump in, and I'll give Brad a chance, to, uh, Mr. Secretary. Uh, one of the, obviously uh, there is uh, there are allegations where we believe that uh, not every vote or fair vote and legal vote was was counted uh and that's at odds with the representation from the secretary of state's office uh what i'm hopeful for is is there some way that we can we can find uh some kind of an agreement to to uh to look at this a little bit more fully uh you know the president mentioned Fulton County but in some of these areas where there seems to be uh, a difference uh of where the facts uh, seem to lead and so Mr. Secretary I was uh hopeful that you know in a spirit of uh cooperation and compromises there there's something that uh we can at least have a discussion to look at some of these allegations uh, to uh, to find a, a path forward that's less litigious. Well, uh, I've listened to what you know, the president has just said. President Trump, uh, we've had several lawsuits, and we've had to respond in court to the lawsuits and the contentions. Uh, we don't agree that you have one. We don't. We, I didn't agree about the 200,000 number that you mentioned, and I could go through that point by point. What we had done is we gave our state senate uh, about one and a half hours of of our time going through the election issue by issue, and then on the state house, uh, the government affairs committee, we gave them about two and a half hours of our time going back point by point on all the issues of the contention. And then uh, just a few days ago, we met with uh, our U.S. congressman, Republican congressman, uh, and we gave them about two hours of our time. 
uh, talking about this past election. Uh, going back, primarily what you're what you've talked about here focused in on primarily, I believe, is the absentee ballot process. I don't believe that you're really questioning the, uh, the, the Dominion machines because we did a hand retally, a 100% retally of all the ballots and compared that to what the machine said and, and it came up with virtually the same result. Then we did the recount and we got virtually the same result. So I, I guess we could probably take that off the table. I don't think there's an issue about that. Um, I think what well, you're well, Brad. Brad, um, not that there's not an issue, but because we have a big issue with Dominion and other states, and perhaps in yours, but we have we haven't felt we needed to go there. And just to you know maybe put a little different spin on what Mark is saying, Mark Meadows. Um, yeah, we'd like to go further, but we don't really need to. We have all the votes we need. You know, we won the state. If you took these are the most minimal numbers, the numbers that I gave you. Those are numbers that are certified, your absentee ballots sent to vacant addresses, your, your out-of-state voters, 4,925. You know, when you add them up, it's many, more it's many times the 11,779 number. So we could go through. We have not gone through your dominion, so we can't give them blessing. I mean, in other states, we think we found tremendous corruption with dominion machines, but we'll have to see. But but we we only lost the state by eleven by by that number eleven thousand votes and uh, seven seventy nine. So with that being said, uh, with just what we have, and you know with just what we have, we're giving you minimal minimal numbers. We're doing the most conservative numbers possible. We're many times many many times above the the margin. And so we don't really have to mark. I don't think we have to go through right. machines because, right. because what's the difference between winning the election by two, two votes and winning it by a half a million votes? I think right. we probably did win it by a half a million. You know, one of the things that happened, Brad, is we have other people coming in now from Alabama and from South Carolina and from other states, and they're saying it's impossible for you to have lost Georgia. We won, you know, in Alabama, we set a record, got the highest vote ever. In uh, Georgia, we set a record with a massive amount of votes. And they say it's not possible to have lost Georgia. And I could tell you by our rallies. I could tell you by the rally I'm having on Monday night, the place they already have lines of people standing out front waiting. It's just not possible to have lost Georgia. It's not possible. When I heard it was close, I said, there's no way. But they dropped a lot of votes in there late at night. You know that, Brett. And that's what we are working on very, very stringently. But regardless of those votes, with all of it being said, we lost by uh, 11, essentially 11,000 votes. And we have many more votes already calculated and certified, too. So I, I just don't know, you know, Mark, I don't know what's the pur purpose I, I won't give Dominion a pass because we found too many bad things, but we don't need Dominion or anything else. We have we have all we have won this election in Georgia based on all of this. And there's there's nothing wrong with with saying that, Brad. You know, I mean, having the having a correct you, the people of Georgia are angry, and these numbers are going to be repeated on Monday night, along with others that we're going to have by that time, which are much more substantial even, and. 
The people of Georgia are angry. The people of the country are angry. And there's nothing wrong with saying that, you know, uh, that you've recalculated because uh, the 2,236 and absentee ballots, I mean, they're, they're all exact numbers that were were done by accounting firms, law firms, etc. And even if you cut them in half, cut them in half, and cut them in half again, it's more votes than we need. Well, Mr. President, the challenge that you have is the data you have is wrong. Uh, we we talked to the congressmen, and they were surprised. But they, uh, I guess there was a person named Mr. Raynard that came to these meetings and presented data. And he said that there was dead people, of, I believe it was upward of 5,000. The actual number were two. Two. Two people that were dead that voted. And so that's wrong. That was two. Well, Cleta, how do you respond to that? I mean, you tell me. Well, well I, I will because say, Mr. Secretary, one of the things that we have requested, and we did, what we said was, and if you look at the, if you read our petition, it said that we took the names and birth years, and you know we had certain information available to us. We have asked from your office for records that only you have. And so we said there's a universe of people who have the same name and same birth year and died, but we don't have the records that you have. And one of the things that we have been suggesting formally and informally for weeks now is to try, is for you to make available to us the records that would be necessary but, but Cleta, even before you do that, Cleta, even before you do that, and not even including that, that's why I hardly even included that number, although in one state we have a tremendous amount of dead people, so I don't know. I'm sure we do in Georgia, too. I'm sure we do in Georgia, too. But um, is that we're so far ahead. We're so far ahead of these numbers. Even the phony ballots of uh, a known scammer, you know the internet? You know what was trending on the internet? Where's Because they thought you'd be in jail. Where's um, it's uh It's crazy. It's crazy. That was, the minimum number is 18,000 for but they think it's probably about 56,000. But the minimum number is 18,000 on the night where she ran back in there when everybody was gone and stuffed. She stuffed the ballot boxes. Let's face it, Brad. I mean, uh, they did it in slow motion replay magnified, right? She stuffed the ballot boxes. They were stuffed like nobody's ever seen them stuffed before. So there's a term for it when it's a machine instead of a ballot box. But uh, they, she stuffed the machine. She stuffed the ballot. Each each ballot went three times. They were showing. Here's ballot number one. Here it is a second time, third time. Next ballot. I mean, look, Brett, this is we we have a new tape that we're going to release it's devastating. And by the way, that one event, that one event is much more than the 11,000 votes that we're talking about. It's, uh, you know, that one event was a a disaster. Uh, it's it just, you know, but it was, it, it was something that uh, it can't be disputed. And again, we have a version that you haven't seen, but it's, uh, it's, it's uh, magnified. It's magnified, and you can see every everything. And she put, for some reason, they put it in three times, each ballot. And I don't know why, but 
you know, why, I don't know why three times, why not five times, right? But, uh, yeah, go ahead. You're, you're talking about uh, the State Farm video, and I think it's extremely unfortunate that Rudy Giuliani or his people, they sliced and diced that video and took it out of context. So the next day we brought in WSB TV and we let them show, see the full run of tape. And what you'll see, the events that transpired are nowhere near what was pro- was uh, projected by, you know. But where were the poll watchers, Brad? There were no poll watchers there. There were no Democrats or Republicans. There was no security there. It was late in the evening, or late in the early in the morning, and there was nobody else in the room. Where were the poll watchers? And why did they say a water main broke, which they did, and which is reported in, in the newspapers? They said they left. They ran out because of a water main break, and there was no water main. There was nothing. There was no break. There was no water main break. Um, but where, if you if you take out everything, where were the Republican poll watchers? Even where were the Democrat poll watchers? Because there were none. And then you say, well, they left their station. You know, if you look at the tape, and this was it. This was reviewed by professional police and, and detectives and and other people. Uh, when they left in a rush, everybody left in a rush because of the water main, but everybody left in a rush. These people left their station. When they came back, they didn't go to their station. They went to the apron wrapped around the table under which were thousands and thousands of ballots in a box that was not an official or a sealed box. And then they took those and they went back to a different station. So if they would have come back, they would have walked to their station and they would have continued to work. But they couldn't do even that because that's illegal because they had no Republican poll watchers. And remember, her reputation is is devastating. She's known all over the Internet, Brett. She's known all over. I'm telling you, where's where's was one of the hot items on the they knew her. Where's. Uh, so, Brad, you know, this, there can be no justification for that. And I, I, you know, I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. But that was and, and Brad, why did they put the, the uh, votes in three times? You know, they put them in three times. They did not put that. We we can we did an audit of that and we proved conclusively that they were not scanned three times. Well, where was everybody else at that late time in the morning? Where was everybody? Where were the Republicans? Where were the security guards? Where were the people that were there just a little while before when everyone ran out of the room? How come how come we had no security in the room? Why did they run to the bottom of the table? Why did they run there and just open the skirt and rip out the uh, and rip out the votes? I mean, Brad, and they were sitting there. I think for five hours or something like that, the most. But they just all happened to run back and go, you know, Brad. Come on. Yeah, Mr. President, we'll send you the link from WSB that does. I, I don't care about a link. I don't need it. I have a, I a have, much, Brad, I have a much Mr. better Secretary, link. I, I will tell you, I've seen the tape, the full tape. So has Alex. We've watched it. And what we saw and what we've confirmed in the timing is that they made everybody leave. We have sworn affidavits saying that. And then they continue, Then they began to process ballots. And our estimate is that there were roughly 18,000 ballots. We don't know that. If you know that. It was 18,000 like ballots, but they used each one three times. 
Well, so I don't a, know about that, but yeah, I know well, that I, I, I do know. because we haven't we had ours magnified out. So but, each, but each watched, one magnified out. I've watched it, the entire thing. But but you know, but nobody can make a case for that, Brett. Nobody. I mean, look, that's you'd have to be a child to think anything other than that. Just a child. I mean, you have you never how, trumped how, with an attorney how there. Many ballots, how many ballots, Mr. Secretary, are you saying that were processed in? We had GPIs thoroughly investigate that. We had our, this is Ryan Germany, we had our law enforcement officers talk to everyone uh, who was who was there after that event came to light. Uh, the GBI was with them as well as um, FBI agents. Um, well, there's, there's no way they could, then they're incompetent. They're either dishonest well, they or incompetent, find? okay? There's only two answers, dishonesty or incompetence. There's just no way. Look, there's no way. And on the other well, thing I said, too, there's no way. I mean, there's no way that these things could have been, you know, you have all these different people that, that voted, but they don't live in Georgia anymore. Uh, what was that number, Clay? That was a pretty good number, too. Yeah. Well, the, the number who had registered out of state after they moved from Georgia um, and so they they had a date when they moved from Georgia. They registered to vote out of state, and then they've like 4,500. I don't have that right in front of me. And then they came like back that. in and they voted. And yeah. voted. Yeah. No, that was a large number, though. It was in the 20s. And, uh, you know, the point we is... We've been going through each of those as well, and, and, and those numbers that, that we got um, that Ms. Mitchell was just saying, they're not accurate. Everyone we've been through are people that lived in Georgia, moved to a different state, but then moved back to Georgia legitimately. And in many cases... Really? How many people do that? So I mean, they moved out and then they said, ah, to hell with it, I'll move back in. You know, it doesn't sound like a very normal... You mean they moved out and what, they missed it so much that they wanted to move back in? <laughs> yeah, it's like... It's crazy. Well, and they, this is they moved back in years ago. This was not like something just before the election. So there's something about that data it's just not accurate. Well, I don't know. We, I mean, all all I know is that it is it is certified, and they moved out of Georgia, and they voted. It didn't say they moved back in, Clayton, did it? No, but I mean, we look, we're looking at the voter registry again. If you have additional records, we've been asking for that, but you haven't shared any of that with us. You just keep saying you've but been... But a lot of it you don't need to be shared. I mean, to be honest, they should share it. They, you, they, they should can. share it because you want to get to an honest election. I won this election by hundreds of thousands of votes. There's no way I lost Georgia. There's no way. We won by hundreds of thousands of votes. I'm just going by s small numbers. When you add them up, they're many times the 11,000. But, but I won that state by hundreds of thousands of votes. Now... Do you think it's possible that they uh, shredded ballots in uh, Fulton County? Because that's what the rumor is. And also that Dominion took out machines. Uh, that Dominion is really moving fast to get rid of their uh, machinery. Do you know anything about that? Because that's illegal. This is Ryan Germany. No, Dominion is not. Um, moved any machinery out of Fulton County. We're having. Well, but no, but but have they moved? Have they? Have they moved the inner parts of the machines and replaced them with other parts? No. You sure, Ryan? I'm sure. I'm sure, Mr. President. And what about what about the uh, what about the ballots? The uh, shredding of the ballots. Have they been shredding ballots? No. The, the only investigation that we have into that, they have not been shredding any ballots. 
Um, there was an issue in Cobb County where they were doing normal, uh, you know, office shredding, getting rid of old stuff, and we investigated that. But this is stuff from, you know, past elections. Well, I don't know. It doesn't pass the smell test, though, because we hear they're shredding thousands and thousands of ballots. Uh, and now what they're saying, oh, we're just cleaning up the office. <laughs> you know, I don't think that plays. Well, Mr. President, the problem uh, you have with social media, they can, people can say anything. No, I, no, this isn't social media. This is Trump media. It's not social media. It's, it's, it's really not. It's not social media. I don't care about social media. I couldn't care less. Social media is big tech. Big tech is on your side, you know. I don't even know why you have a side, because you should want to have an accurate election. And you're a Republican. We believe that we do have an accurate election. No, I no, you don't. No, no, you don't. You don't have. You don't have. Not even close. You got. You're off by hundreds of thousands of votes, and just on the small numbers, you're off on these numbers. And uh, these numbers can't be just. Well, why won't? Okay, so you send us into Cobb County for uh, signature verification, right? You send us into Cobb County, which we didn't want to go into. Uh, and you said it would be open to the public and we could have our, so we had our experts there. They weren't allowed into the room, but we didn't want Cobb County. We wanted Fulton County and you wouldn't give it to us. Now, why aren't we doing signature and why can't it be open to the public? And why can't we have professionals do it instead of rank amateurs that will never find anything and, and don't want to find anything. They don't want to find, you know, they don't want to find anything. Someday you'll tell me the reason why because I don't understand your reasoning, but someday you'll tell me the reason why. But why don't you President, want to find... We chose Cobb County. Why don't we you want Cobb to find... County. What? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, why did... Why? Okay, so why did you do Cobb County? We didn't even request... We requested Fulton County, not Cobb County. Well, Mr. President, we, we do have Cobb our election County. contest. We yeah, go ahead, please. Cobb go ahead. County. We chose Cobb County because that was the only county where there's been any evidence submitted the signature verification was not properly done. Well, no, but but I, I, I told you, but we're not we're not saying that we are yeah, we agreed with the agreed party. Fulton County, look, Stacy. In my opinion, Stacy is as dishonest as they come. She has outplayed you at every heart at at everything. She got you to sign a totally unconstitutional uh, agreement. Which which is a disastrous agreement. You can't check signatures. You can't do. I, I can't imagine uh, you're allowed to do harvesting. I guess in that agreement, that agreement is a disaster for for this country. And but she got you somehow to sign that thing, and she is a she's outsmarted you at every step. And I, I hate to imagine what's going to happen on Monday or Tuesday, but it's very scary to people. You know where the ballots flow in. Out of nowhere, it's very scary to people. That consent decree is a disaster. It's a disaster. A, a, a very good lawyer who examined it said they've never seen anything like it. And uh, harvesting is still illegal in the state of Georgia, and that settlement agreement did not change that. One well, it's not a settlement agreement. It's a consent decree. It even says consent decree on it, doesn't it? It uses the term consent decree. It doesn't say settlement agreement. It's a consent decree. It's a disaster. It's a settlement agreement. What's what's written on top of it, Ryan? I don't I don't have it in front of me. But it, it, it was not entered by the court. It's not a court order. 
Um, no, it's, a, it's called, but Ryan, it's, it's called a consent decree. Is that right on the paper? Is that right? I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't believe so. But I don't, I don't have okay. it in front of me. Okay. Whatever. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. Uh, look, here's the problem. We can go through signature verification, and we'll find hundreds of thousands of signatures if you let us do it. And the only way you can do it, as you know, is to go to the past. But you didn't do that in Cobb County. You just looked at one page compared to another. The only way you can do a signature verification is go from the one that signed it in, in on November, whatever, recently, and compare it to two years ago, four years ago, six years ago, you know, or or even one, and you'll find that you have many different signatures. But in in uh, Fulton, where they dumped ballots. You will find that you have many that aren't even signed, and you have many that are forgeries. Okay, you know that. You know that. You have no doubt about that. And you will find you will be at eleven thousand seven seventy nine within minutes, because Fulton County is totally corrupt, and so is she totally corrupt. And they're going around playing you and laughing at you behind your back, Brad. Whether you know it or not, they're laughing at you. And you've taken a state that's a Republican state, and you've made it almost impossible for a Republican to win because of cheating, because they cheated like nobody's ever cheated before. And I don't care how long it takes me. Uh, you know, we're going to have other states coming forward pretty good. But I, I, I won't. This is never given. This is we have some incredible talent said they've never seen anything. Now, the problem is they need more time for the big numbers, but they are very substantial numbers. But And I think you're going to find that they, uh, by the way, a little information, I think you're going to find that they are shredding ballots because they have to get rid of the ballots because the ballots are unsigned. The ballots are, are corrupt. And they're brand new and they don't have seals. And There's a whole thing with the ballots, but the ballots are corrupt. And you're going to find that they are and which is totally illegal. It's 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 more illegal for you than it is for them because you know what they did and you're not reporting it. That's a you know that's a criminal that's a criminal offense, and and you know you can't let that happen. That's that's a big risk to you and to Ryan, your lawyer. That's a big risk, but they are shredding ballots, in my opinion, based on what I've heard, and they are removing machinery, uh, and they're moving it as fast as they can both of which are criminal fines, and you can't let it happen, and you are letting it happen. You know, I mean, I'm notifying you that you're letting it happen. So, look, all I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have, because we won the state, and flipping the state is a great testament to our country, because, you know, and there's, there's, there's just a, it's a testament that they can admit to a mistake or whatever you want to call it. If it was a mistake, I don't know. A lot of people think it wasn't a mistake. It was much more uh, criminal than that. But it's a big problem in Georgia. And it's, it's not a problem that's going away. I mean, you know, it's not a problem that's going away. And, and we got President, a, This is Ryan. We're yeah. looking into every one of those things that, that you mentioned. Uh, okay, and all investigators, I know, but if you find them, you got to say it, Ryan. 
And if they're, are, let me ask you, Ryan, if they're destroying ballots. Let me tell you what we are seeing. Go ahead. Go ahead. We, what, what we're seeing is not at all what you're describing. Okay. And it, these are investigators from our office. These are investigators from uh, GBI. Um, and they're looking and they're good. And that's not what they're seeing. And we'll keep, we'll, we'll keep looking. We'll keep looking at all these things. Well, you better check on the saying, ballots because they are shredding ballots. Brian. I'm just telling you, Ryan, they're shredding ballots. And uh, you should look at that very carefully because that's so illegal. You know, you may not even believe it because it's so bad. But, but they're shredding ballots because they think we're going to eventually get there because we'll eventually get into Fulton. You know, it's... Uh, in my opinion, it's never, my opinion is never too late. So, oh, so, oh, little double, 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 So, so that's the story, fellas. I, look, we need only eleven thousand votes. We have far more than that as it stands now. We'll have more and more. Uh, and do you have provisional ballots at all, uh, Brad? Provisional ballots. Provisional ballots are allowed, you know, by state law. Sure. But do you have them? I mean, are they counted or or did you just hold them back because they, you know, in other words, how many provisional ballots do you have in the state? We'll get you that number. Because uh, most of them are made out to the name Trump because these are people that were scammed when they came in. And we have thousands of people that have testified or, or that want to testify when they came in. They were proudly going to vote on November 3rd, and they were told, I'm sorry, you've already been voted for, you've already voted. The women, men started screaming, no, I proudly voted till November 3rd. They said, I'm sorry, but you've already been voted for, and you have a ballot. And these people are beside themselves. So they went out and they filled in a provisional ballot, putting the name Trump on it. And what about that batch of military ballots that came in? And even though I won the military by a lot, it was 100% Trump. Do you know? I mean, 100% Biden. Do you know about that? A, a large group of ballots came in. I think it was to Fulton County. And they just happened to be 100% for Trump, even though for uh, Biden, even though Trump won the military by a lot, you know, a, a tremendous amount. But these ballots were 100% for Biden. And... Do you know about that? A very substantial number came in, all for Biden. Does anybody know about it? I know about it, but we were never... Okay, Tlita, wait. I'm not asking you, Tlita, honestly. I'm asking asking Brad. Do you know about the military ballots that we have confirmed now? Do you know about the military ballots that came in that were... A hundred percent. I mean, a hundred percent for Biden. Do you know about that? And I don't know about that. I I do know that um, we have when when military ballots come in, it's not just military. It's also military and um, overseas citizens. Uh, the military part of that does generally go Republican. The overseas citizen part of it uh, generally goes uh, very Democrat. No, but this was uh, a mix of them. Yeah, that's okay. But I get I got like seventy eight percent in the military. These ballots were all for this. This they were they didn't tell me overseas could be overseas too. But I get votes overseas too, Ryan. You know, in all fairness, no, they came in a large batch came in, and it was quote one hundred percent for Biden, and that is criminal. 
you know, that's criminal, okay? That's another criminal. That's another of the many criminal events. Many criminal events here. Um, I don't know. Look, Brad, I got to get, I have to find 12,000 votes, and I have them times a lot, and therefore I won the state. That's before we go to the next step, which is in the process of right now, you know. And I watched you this morning, and you said, uh, well, there was no criminality. But, I, I mean, all of this stuff is, is very dangerous stuff. It's, when you talk about no criminality, I think it's very dangerous for you to say that. I, I just I just don't know why you don't want to have the votes counted as they are. Like, even you, when you went and did that check, and I was surprised because, you know, I didn't consider the, the check, and we found a few thousand votes that were against me. I was actually surprised because the way that check was done, all you, you're doing is, re, you know, recertifying existing votes. And, you know, it, you were given votes and you just counted them up and you still found 3,000 that were bad. That was sort of surprising. That came down three or five. I don't know. A lot, you know, still a lot of votes. But, but you have to go back to check from past years with respect to uh, signatures. And if you check with Fulton County, you'll have hundreds of thousands because they dumped ballots into Fulton County and the other county next to it. So, so what are we going to do here, folks? I only need 11,000 votes. Fellas, I need 11,000 votes. Give me a break. Uh, you know, we have that in spades already. Or we can keep it going. But that's not fair to the voters of Georgia because they're going to see what happened. And uh, they're going to see what happened. I mean, I'll... I'll take on anybody you want with regard to and her lovely daughter, a very lovely young lady, I'm sure. But I, I will take I will take on anybody you want. And the, the minimum, the, there were 18,000 ballots, but they used them three times. So that's, you know, a lot of votes. Uh, and that one event, and they were all to Biden, by the way. That's the other thing we didn't say. You know, the uh, one thing I forgot to say, which was the most important you know that every single ballot she did went to Biden? You know that, right? Do you know that, by the way, Brett? Every single ballot that she did through the machine at uh, early, early in the morning went to Biden. Did you know that, Ryan? Um, that's not accurate, Mr. President. Huh. What is accurate? The, the numbers <laughs> that we are showing are accurate. Um, no, take, no, about, about, about early in the morning, Ryan, when the woman took the, you know, when the whole gang took the stuff out of the, from under the table, right? Do you know that, the, do you know who those ballots, do you know who they were made out to? Do you know who they were voting for? No, not specifically. Did you ever check? We, we we did what I described to you earlier. No, no, no. Did you ever check the ballots that were scammed by known a known uh, political operative uh, balloteer? Did you ever check who those votes were for? We've looked into that situation that you described. No, they were 100% for Biden. 100%. There wasn't a Trump vote in the whole group. Why don't you want to find this, Ryan? What's wrong with you? I heard the I heard your lawyer is very difficult, actually, but I'm sure you're a good lawyer. You have a nice last name. But but 
I'm just curious. Why wouldn't why why do you keep fighting this thing? It just doesn't make sense. We're way over the seventeen thousand seven seventy nine, right? We're way over that number, and just if you took just we're over that number by five five or six times when you multiply it out times three, uh, and every single ballot went to Biden, and. And you didn't know that, but now you know it. So, so tell me, Brad, what are we going to do? We won the election, and it's not fair to take it away from us like this. And it's going to be very costly in many ways. And I think you have to say that you're going to reexamine it, and you can reexamine it, but, but reexamine it with people that want to find answers, not people that don't want to find answers. Uh for instance, I'm hearing Ryan, and he's probably, I'm sure, a great lawyer and everything, but he's making statements about those ballots that he doesn't know. But he's making them with such, he he did make them with surety, but now I think he's less sure, because the answer is they all went to Biden. And that alone wins us the election by a lot. You know? So. Mr. President, uh, you have people that submit information and we have our people that submit information, and then it comes before the court, and the court then has to make a determination. We have to stand by our numbers. We believe our numbers are right. Um, well, why do you say that, though? I, I don't know. I mean, sure, we can play this game with the courts, but why do you say that? Now, first of all, they don't even assign us a judge. They don't even assign us a judge. Uh, but why wouldn't you, if, hey, Brad, why wouldn't you want to check out and why wouldn't you want to say, hey, if, if in fact President Trump is right about that, then he wins the state of Georgia. Just that one incident alone, without going through hundreds of thousands of drop ballots. You just say you stick by, you, I mean, I've been watching you for, you know, you don't care about anything. Your numbers are right. But your numbers aren't right. They're really wrong. And they're really wrong, Brad. And, and I know this phone call is going nowhere other than, other than, Ultimately, you know, it, look, ultimately, I win, okay? Because but, Mr. Secretary, Mr. you guys President, are so wrong, and you've treated this, you've treated the population of Georgia so badly. You, between you and your governor, who wouldn't, who was down at 21, he was down 21 points. And like a schmuck, I endorsed him and got, he got elected. But uh, I will tell you, he's a disaster. And he'll never, I can't imagine. The people are so angry in Georgia, I can't imagine he's ever getting elected again. I'll tell you that much right now. But but why wouldn't you want to find the right answer, Brad, instead of keep saying that the numbers are right? Because those numbers are so wrong. Mr. Secretary, Mr. President, I mean, one of the things that we have been, Alex talked about this, we talked about it, and I don't know whether... The information has been conveyed to your office, but I think what the president's saying, what we've been trying to do is to say, look, the court is not acting on our petition. They haven't even assigned a judge. But the people of Georgia and the people of America have a right to know the answers. And you have data and records that we don't have access to. And you keep telling us and making public statements that you've investigated this and, you know, nothing to see here. 
But we don't know about that. All we know is what you tell us. What I don't understand is why it wouldn't be in everyone's best interest to um, to try to get to the bottom, compare the numbers. You know, if you say because if but to try to be able to get to, to the truth, and that we because we don't have any way of confirming what you're telling us. You tell us that you've had an investigation of the State Farm Arena. I don't have any report. I've never seen a report of investigation. I don't know what that is. I've been pretty involved in this. I don't know. And that's just one of, like, 25 categories. And it doesn't even, and and as I, as the President said, we haven't even gotten into the Dominion issue. That's not part of our case. It's not part of, we we just didn't feel as though we had any way to be able to develop... No, we do have a way, but I don't want to get into it. Because exactly. we have, we found a way in other states later, excuse me, but we don't need right. it because we're only down 11,000 votes, so we don't even need it. Right. I the personally think they're corrupt as hell, but we don't need that because all we have to do, Clayton, is find 11,000-plus votes. So we don't need that. I'm not looking to to shake up the whole world. We won Georgia easily. We won it by hundreds of thousands of votes, but if you go by basic, simple numbers, we won it easily, easily. So uh, we're not giving uh, Dominion a pass on the record. I will no, right, exactly. But we just don't, you know, we don't need we don't Dominion need because we have so many other votes that we don't need to prove it any more than we already have. Mr. President, so Lita, this is Kurt Hilbert, yeah. if I might back here for a moment. Um, Ryan, uh, I would like to suggest that just four categories that have already been mentioned by the president uh, that have actually hard numbers of 24,149 votes that were counted illegally, that in and of itself is sufficient to change the result or place the outcome in doubt. Um, we would like to just sit down with your office, and we can do it through purposes of compromise and settlement just like this phone call, just to deal with that limited category of votes. And if you are able to establish that our numbers are not accurate, then fine. However, we believe that they are accurate. We've had now three to four separate experts look at these numbers. These numbers are based upon the USP. And certified, and certified accountants looked at them. Correct. And this is just based on USPS data and your own Secretary of State data. Um, so that's what we would entreat and ask you to do, to sit down with us um, in a compromise and settlement, um, uh, you know, proceeding and actually go through the registered voter IDs and the registrations. And if you can convince us that that 24,149 is inaccurate, then fine. But we, we tend to believe that that is, you know, obviously more than 11,779. That's sufficient to change that, the result entirely in and of itself. So what would you say to that, Mr. Germany? Kurt, um, I'm happy to uh, – I'll get with our lawyers, and we'll set that up. Um, the, that number is not accurate, and I think we can show you for all the ones we've looked at uh, why it's not. Uh, and so if that, if that would be helpful – I'm happy to keep with our lawyers and set that up with you guys. Well, well let me ask you, Kurt. Kurt, you think that is an accurate number? That was based on the information given to you by the Secretary of State's Department, right? That that is correct. That 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 information is the minimum, most conservative data 
based upon the USPS data and the Secretary of State's office data that has been made publicly available. We do not have the internal numbers from the Secretary of State, yet we have asked for it six times. I've sent a letter over to Mr. Anolowitz several times uh, requesting this information, and it's been rebuffed every single time. So it stands to reason that if the information is not forthcoming, forthcoming there's something to hide. That's the problem that we have. Well, that's not the case. There are things that, that you guys are, are entitled to get, and there's things that under law we are not allowed to give out. Well, you have to. Well, under law, you're not allowed to give faulty election results, okay? You're not allowed to do that, and that's what you've done. This is a faulty election result. And honestly, this should go very fast. You should meet tomorrow because you have a big election, election coming up, and because of what you've done to the president, you know, the people of, of uh, Georgia know that this was a scam, and because of what you've done to the president, a lot of people aren't going out to vote. And a lot of Republicans are going to vote negative because they hate what you did to the president. Okay? They hate it. And they're going to vote. And if you would be respected, if really respected, if this thing could be straightened out before the election. You have a big election coming up on Tuesday. And therefore, I think that it really is important that you meet tomorrow and work out on these numbers. Because I know, Brad, that if if you think we're right, I think you're going to say, and and I'm not looking to blame anybody. I'm not blame. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, uh, you know, un under new counts and under new uh, uh, views of of the election results, we won the election. It's all, you know, it's it's very simple. We won the election. As the governor of major states in the surrounding states said, there is no way you lost Georgia. As the Georgia politicians say, there is no way you lost Georgia. Nobody, everyone knows I won it by hundreds of thousands of votes. But I'll tell you, it's going to have a big impact on Tuesday if you guys don't get this thing straightened out fast. Well, Mr. President, this is Mark. Let me uh, let me just. It sounds like we've got uh, two different sides agreeing that we can look at those those areas, and and I assume that we can do that within the next 24 uh, to 48 hours to go ahead and get that reconciled so that we can look at the two claims and making sure that we get the access to the Secretary of State's data to either validate or invalidate the claims that have been made. Is that correct? So that's that's not what I said. Um, I'm happy to you know sit down with or have our lawyers sit down with Kurt and and and, and the lawyers on on that side and explain to him, hey, here's based on what we've looked at so far, here's how we know this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. And we so and what you're now, what you're saying, Ryan? Hold on, let me let me make sure. So what you're saying is you, is you really don't want to give access to the data. You just want to make another case on why the lawsuit is wrong. I don't think we I don't think we can give access to to, to data that's protected by law, um, but we can sit down with them and say. But hey, you're allowed to have a phony election. You're allowed to have a phony election, right? No, sir. When are you When are you going to do the signature counts on? Uh, when are you going to do signature verification on Fulton County, which you said you were going to do, and now all of a sudden you're not doing it? When are you doing that? We Mr. are going President, to do that. We've announced. To get to this issue of the uh, personal information and privacy issue, um, is it possible that the Secretary of State could deputize the lawyers for the president so that we could access that information, that private information, without you having any kind of violation? Well, I don't want to know who it is. You guys can do it very confidentially. You can sign a confidentiality agreement. That's okay. 
I don't need to know names. All right, let me, but we yeah. got the information on this stuff that we're talking about. We got all that information from the Secretary of State. Yeah, so let me let me recommend uh Ryan if you and Kurt will get together uh, you know when we get off of this phone call if you could get together and work out uh, a a plan to to address uh, some of what we've we've got with your attorneys, where we can we can actually look at the data. Uh, uh, for example, uh, Mr. Secretary, I, I can tell you, you said there was only two dead people that would vote. Uh, I, I can promise you there are more than that, uh, and and that may be what your investigation shows, but I can promise you there are more than that. Uh, but at the same time, I think it's important that we go ahead and move expeditiously to try to do this and resolve it as quickly as we possibly can. And uh, and if that's the good next step, you know, hopefully we can we can uh, finish this phone call and, and go ahead and agree that the two of you will get together immediately. Well, why don't my lawyers show you where you got the information? It'll show the Secretary of State, and you don't even have to look at any names. We don't want names. We don't care. But we got that information from you. Uh, and Stacey Abrams is laughing about, you know, she's going around saying these guys are dumber than a rock. What she's done to this party is unbelievable, I tell you. And I only ran against her once, and that was with a guy named Brian Kemp, and I beat her. And if I didn't run, Brian wouldn't have had even a shot, either in the general or in the primary. He was dead, dead as a doornail. He never thought he had a shot at either one of them. What a schmuck I was. But that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Uh I would like you to, uh, uh, for the attorneys on my I'd like you to perhaps meet with Ryan ideally tomorrow because I think we should come to a resolution of this before the election. Otherwise, you're going to have you're going to have people just not voting. They don't want to vote. They hate the state. They hate the governor and they hate the secretary of state. I will tell you that right now. And the only people that like you are people that will never vote for you. You know that, Brad, right? They like you, you know. They like you. They can't believe what they found. They want more people like you. So, look, uh, can you get together tomorrow? And, Brad, we just want the truth. It's simple. And uh, and everyone's going to look very good if the truth comes out. It's okay. It'll take a little while. But let the truth come out. And the, tr the real truth is I won by 400,000 votes, at least. That's the real truth. But we don't need 400,000 votes. We need... Uh, less than 2,000 votes. And uh, are you guys able to meet tomorrow, Ryan? Um, I'll get with Chris, the lawyer who's representing us in the case, uh, and see see when he can get together with Kurt. All right. Ryan will be in touch with that, the other attorney on this call, Mr. Meadows. Thank you, President Trump, for your time. Okay, thank you, Brad. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye. At ServPro of North Raleigh and Wake Forest, customer service is at the heart of everything that we do. Our franchise was recognized among the top 100 in the country for customer satisfaction. We have the expertise and equipment to help you recover from the effects of water, fire, mold, storms, floods, and biohazardous threats. No matter when disasters strike, can count on our highly trained professionals at SurfPro of North Raleigh Wake Forest to make it like it never even happened. Find us on Facebook at hashtag like it never even happened or call us at 919 790 
919-790-1222. That's 919-790-1222. Surf Pro of North Raleigh and Wake Forest. Like it never even happened. Well, welcome back to American Huddle, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, it's a little bit different format than normal, but that's what we do here. We try to do something different and exciting each week. I know that that phone call was a little long, uh, but I believe it was necessary for any who wanted to hear it so that they could say, I've heard it unadulterated, and that's the important part. Uh, because too mo- too often uh, in other forms of media today, they will soundbite the hell out of a phone call or a, or a statement made in a speech and completely take it out of context. So what American Huddle just provided for you was legit, 100% accurate, straight from the proverbial horse's mouth. Zzzz, horse's, horse's, whatever the plural is for horse, damn it. Their mouth. You heard it straight from them. But again, thank you guys so much for taking time out of your busy schedule, your week, time with your family, to spend with us, to to hear what we're doing. This show is about you. Um, it's about giving you an alternate means of expressing your opinion. We're about to start our own merchandise line, some American Huddle merch. Uh, so if you have anything that you want to see on some of our merch, be sure to shoot us a message on one of our social media outlets. Again, that's Twitter, Facebook, Parler, MeWe, Tumblr, any of those, all at American Huddle. Let us know some of the things that you want to see in our future clothing line. I know we got some shirts coming, some polo shirts, T-shirts, some really cool gator masks during these times of COVID scares um, that, you know, if you're going to have to wear one, you might as well uh, rep some American Huddle, right? Uh, maybe some hats too, uh, cell phone uh, covers, just all kinds of stuff, man. Just little things that, you know, will allow you to express how much you appreciate the show and, and will allow us to garner a little bit of funds to keep doing what it is we love to do. Because if you don't know, this is not our day job, okay? It is not what pays the bills at my house or Brandon's or our producers. So uh, the funds from the, that this show generates will help to continue us doing what we're able to do. And so we really appreciate it. But again, guys, thank you so much. This is uh, this uh, episode of American Huddle. I'm Jason Varner. I appreciate you. See you next week.